0: Yeah, you bumped everything. I saw it.
1: Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves and the other... Ah, fuck. My Siri thought I said Siri. <laughs> okay, we have to leave that here. My fucking Siri thought I said Siri. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> Shit, guys. Anyway, it's a series that one of us loves and a series that one of us doesn't. That's the point. You guys get it. You're already in episode 11. You know what this fucking thing is.
0: Should we redo that? No,
1: fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these guys. (laughs) Fuck Siri. (laughs) Fuck these guys. Shit, guys, if you are not following us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter, at Pod. Just starting out with that, huh? Yeah, starting off with that. Hey, actually, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, Scott and I were just talking about this. Uh, Send us voice memos. Talk shit mostly to Scott, actually, not to me. Tell Scott he's dumb for not liking Harry Potter. Uh, But no, really, if you want to interact, you have some thoughts, you have some answers maybe that I could not answer, hit us up on the voice memo area, and we will be reacting to them in some way, shape, or form, whether it's on social media or however the fuck we do it. But uh, yeah, we want to hear it. We like you a little bit.
0: I'm Scott, and this is Zach, by the way, and we're
1: talking about (laughs) Harry Potter. fucking hell man shit okay so how you doing man i'm doing good
0: uh good. just enjoying the uh sloppiest uh, podcast opening of all time dude uh, it's off it's the cuff man it's okay off the dick more like. <laughs>
1: uh, hey this is a family podcast
0: <laughs> oh yeah obviously but what just happened fuck you siri
1: god damn <laughs> I don't know why I turned into Mr. Satan there. Dude, you were whole cold. Zach, are we drunk tonight? No, dude, I mean I have had a uh green apple uh crown and coke one and I don't feel anything but Coke one, is that like Coke zero? No, I've had one gallery. amount of that drink. <laughs> that is my unit of measurement. One. Yes, no, gotcha. But I am a little hot. It's a little warm in here. How you doing? it's all hot it's a little sick sweaty. she trying to get away because she
0: does not like it
1: <laughs> okay everybody listening what to this, the hell is this stop episode? listening to this go to youtube and type in fill it in my plums and just just enjoy that and come back and hang out with us
0: probably one of the top five greatest <laughs> youtube videos of all time
1: it's so good man okay um so listen man so we're we're diving into episode i'm sorry so listen we're diving into (laughs) chapter 16 of harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban
0: the prisoner of azkaban
1: and we're coming off of uh of a section that you you were pretty upset about starting off our last conversation but you (laughs) it sounded like you came around a little bit last time or
0: a little bit towards the end um it was just, it, you You talked this book up so much, and I don't want to say it's your fault, but it's definitely your fault. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was just like, there were like five chapters in the middle of that book that was like 100% Quidditch and school bullshit and uh, the dragon 2.0, which is this goddamn hippogriff, and I was just, I wasn't having it. Now, I will say, I will start off by saying today, these chapters were much better. Good. Uh, shit really starts to kick off here. We get some some f- things are happening. Yeah. Um, a lot is being revealed. There's a lot of exposition. Um Overall, much more positive on these chapters than I was last time. Well,
1: that's good, man. That that so. uh, that tickles my dick a little bit. So I'm. I knew it would. Happy that's about that.
0: It's what I'm here for, <laughs> to tickle Zach's dick.
1: <laughs> so listen, um, before we jump into this, I wanted to share a couple things with you, Scott. <clears throat> okay. So we now, you know, our listeners won't hear this for a couple. I think a couple months, but. Uh,
0: are we that far ahead (laughs) yeah i
1: think we are but uh yeah i think i really do think it's it's probably like two and a half months or so i don't know either way they won't hear it for a while but no i'd be like it'd be like a little less than two months i think whatever yeah whatever um so in the episode that just came out Mm -hmm. this past week you call out my sister-in-law oh yes Allie. yeah and uh i
0: said i needed to set her straight right
1: Allie i'm sorry what
0: I said I needed to set her straight. Yeah, you her, said you Harry needed Potter. to set
1: her straight. Yeah. Now Allie is a is a terrible friend uh because she oh, just started listening to the show.
0: <laughs> what? Like this episode? <laughs> what was that? What? Like this episode?
1: Yeah. Yeah, she 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 barely started listening so we just released episode 5. Right. And she just
0: We've been going for like a month and a half yeah. and she's just now listening. Yeah, exactly. So
1: friend. let's set her terrible. straight there. Okay, yeah but but she is open to an invitation to have a go at her by the way okay okay if that if this ever comes around then cool if it doesn't then f- fuck it fuck off but you're um,
0: saying she wants to defend her Harry Potter knowledge or like basically a so
1: she's kind of I feel like she's also taking a jab at me because I think she feels like she can do a better job at uh defending the honor that is Harry Potter
0: I feel like like a rock could do a better job of that.
1: You, my friend, are a piece of shit.
0: I was kidding. I love you.
1: Um, but no. So, so listen. She was she was listening, and she actually shared a couple things with me. Okay. Clarifications. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, things okay. that I just I had not really acknowledged or dived into. Sure. So, in our first episode, uh, you talk. About wanting to know why or how people know when a magical baby is born.
0: This is—you realize we recorded our first episode like at this point, like five months ago. Yeah,
1: no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is good. This is good. This is a little nugget. And hey, if okay. we if we want to clip a this, magical baby being born, if we want to if we want to clip this and save this for content later, we can do that. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> But so there, she shared with me a thing called the Quill of Acceptance. i had never heard about this.
0: I already hate what this sounds like.
1: So the Quill of Acceptance, also known as the Magic Quill, was a magical quill at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry that detected births of all magical children and wrote their names down in a large parchment book known as the Book of Admittance. Um, whoever the uh, second-in-command of the school, uh, in this present day, it would be uh, McGonagall. McGonagall, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they take it upon themselves to write out the letters of all the children for that year that when they're turning 11 uh, and send them out. At some point in, in our first episode, we're talking about, like, how do they know or whatever, like, who, oh, who the kids are.
0: I <laughs> think I'm complaining that they obviously have been watching harry because they know like where he lives and he lives under the cabinet and they know he's a wizard or whatever that sounds right that and sounds right i'm complaining like that they've let him live under these terrible conditions for so long i think
1: maybe um and then one with just one other thing that that, that i want to share with you and i think you're gonna get a kick out of this um so this is on the harry potter wiki Uh, I've got quite a bit of information on your boy Merlin in the Harry Potter world. Oh,
0: excellent. Okay, here we go. Now, this I'm excited for.
1: Yeah, man. So, Merlin was a legendary British wizard who lived during the Middle Ages. Little is known of his past, but he was a member of King Arthur's court and arguably the most famous wizard of all time. Sure. Early life. He was born sometime during the medieval era. Uh, During his formative years, he attended Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry and was sorted into Slytherin House. Really? Yeah. It is possible that he was uh, taught by Salazar Slytherin himself.
0: Wait. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. How fucking the Dark Ages, you said? Middle Ages? Medieval era. Hogwarts was around back then? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, I guess uh, it
0: would have been. It's eight hundred years old, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, So the the school, uh, I don't know that I don't know the answer to this, but the school has been around for forever. Uh, it's it's had a, a very long life, and uh, yeah. So he, he was around at the close to the time of its creation, because uh, it is possible if that he was, he was taught, taught by, by Salazar Slytherin himself.
0: Well, I mean, can, how much of that can we take at face value? Because we know from the story there are like. Shit that keeps you alive for a very long time, like the Sorcerer's Stone, right? Like immortality, basically. Um, less,
1: uh, without it being spoilerish, th- that's not a common thing. That's that that, okay. that that doesn't not it. It's not accessible. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. In fact, in fact, the 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 Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone was was created in the past couple hundred years and only ever used by one person.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, but I feel so, like if we're in a world of magic. That possibility always exists for people to,
1: yeah, of course, <clears throat> <clears throat> magically prolong their um, life. The the or, last know, thing to... is that uh, the last thing I want to share about Merlin is that uh, there's a note in here that he is uh, him and Dumbledore resemble each other a ton. It's uncanny,
0: like physically. Yes, like or they they the...
1: really really look like each other. Like yeah, they physically are almost identical. So it's real weird.
0: It, I don't know if this is a spoiler or if this is just something. You can tell me, or something I should already know. Did Dumbledore go to Hogwarts, and if so, what house was he
1: in? Mm, yes, he Can't went to say. Hogwarts.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I feel like this fully solidifies my my love for Merlin in all <laughs> like media and fiction. I think this solidifies that if he was in Slytherin, I would be in Slytherin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it it does it does go on to mention that he is he was a huge uh, advocate for Muggle rights and like be, like he he didn't go along the line of like the Slytherin way of thinking, mm, but he was sorted into Slytherin because he's extremely cunning, very 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 crafty. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So just thought I'd share that with you. I thought you'd get a kick out of that.
0: Okay, I do get a kick out of that. D- where is this information coming from? Is what I want to know. Like, uh, I know the the Harry Potter wiki, but, like, is this in, like, a data book of some kind uh, off her Twitter? That
1: is a good question. I did, did not did search that much. Did your sister in
0: make this up just to, like...
1: I will say this. There truly is an ass-ton of, like, canoned Harry Potter content throughout, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Throughout every, I I don't know the answer to that. So I.
0: All right, fair enough, fair enough. That is cool. I, I'm glad to know these things. Uh, tune in next week when Allie Allie is her name, right? Yes. Will be replacing Zach permanently <laughs> as my co-host because obviously she knows some shit that. Well, everything that he
1: does. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But is she as fun and as funny as you are? That's the real question. I couldn't do it without you, pal.
1: Um, I think she'd make you feel dumb.
0: Wow, ouch, damn. No, no,
1: no, it's because I don't know if everything she says about either. Harry Potter is so matter of fact. It's like, yikes, <sighs> fuck, I didn't know that. Shit, I'm sorry, don't lynch me. Shit.
0: <laughs> we do not condone lynching on this show. Yeah, I'm telling um, her not
1: to. Of course not.
0: I know, exactly. Um, okay, That that is interesting stuff to know, uh... Yeah, that's cool. Are you I ready to jump in here, chapter 16? Yeah. I have hell yeah, let's a do decent it. amount of notes. I I wouldn't say it's an absurd amount, but let's let's get to it here. So chapter 16 starts with a very casual mention of a giant squid living in the lake at Hogwarts. Hell yeah. And I'm just like, what the what? what there's a giant squid living in this lake? Hell yeah. Don't think that has ever been mentioned. Um also, I would just, you know, I don't know if there's any marine biologists out there that can correct me on this, but I don't think giant squids live in lakes. It's a I'm magic sure lake. Those are deep sea ocean creatures, not a damn magic lake creatures.
1: Mm. it's a magic lake, buddy.
0: Also, don't the, don't the, like the first years like go across tiny little boats
1: sail across it. Yes, sir, they do. Yeah
0: is is this giant squid friendly or is this are we gonna need ahab to help us out with this giant squid at some point <laughs> i i don't
1: think wait the, i don't think a, the squid is inherently violent um
0: i just realized ahab goes after a whale not a giant squid what is the other guy uh ne, 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 did you say ne. giant squib? giant squid yeah uh, that's uh, that's what's his name, right? Uh, Filch. That's Filch. anybody
1: that is born into a magical family. That yes, can't. thank
0: you for ruining my joke with your matter of factness. <sighs> uh, this is gonna bug me now. What is the Fifty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea guy? I d- I don't know. You uncultured swine! I'll think of it later. Yeah,
1: well, you don't know either, so you can I fuck t- right it off. It
0: starts with an N. I'm almost pot Nero.
1: That's not. Oh right. no. No, it is Nero. It's not Nero. Wait, Nero is like some type of leader or like- Nero was a-, a Egyptian Egyptian? Roman emperor, uh, I think.
0: Anyway, we're really getting in the weeds here. Holy shit. This giant squid, I'm just like, what the fuck? Very casually mentioned here. I didn't know there was a giant squid in that lake. I want more on this giant squid, but I don't think I'm going to get it. Um, They're talking here about uh, all these exams. Everyone's just studying. It's real boring. Uh, even Fred and George are like (laughs) studying apparently, which is like, a earth shattering event, um, because they have to take their owls or ordinary wizarding level tests. Um, and here's where I'm going to repeat once again, how much I hate you, Zach, because you have the audacity to make fun of anything that was named in one piece. Um, Percy (laughs) was getting ready to take his newts. Which, uh, stands for Nastily Exhausting Wizarding Tests. Hell yeah, dude. I hate you so much. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of.
1: No, not even. It's- it's Not even a little bit. almost-
0: It's almost as dumb as Put Outer. Except this is actually the official name of something, not, you know, your whatever. It's just from their perspective, whatever. Um- Buckbeak's appeal slash execution is the last day of final exams. They're like, yeah, he's going to get an appeal, but you know, odds are that's not going to go well. Um, so they're taking all these exams. It's just a bunch of dumb exam stuff. Uh, this is kind of funny though. Uh, when they're doing the uh, the defense against the dark arts exam, Lupin has them like fight a bogart amongst other things, and Hermione doesn't do so well with the bogart because she sees McGonagall. Telling her she failed everything, um, like all her exams. That's what she fears the most. Yeah. which is pretty funny. Yep. Um, poor Hermione. <laughs> um, Harry. Uh, later at, the, at their divination exam. Um, that sounded like the Super Friends thing. Later at the Hall of the Justice League. <laughs> um, <laughs> later at the divination exam. Oh, uh, uh, that's good. Harry is is leaving, and Trelawney, like, exorcist style, like, she's possessed, starts, like, shouting at him in tongues about, I think I do have this exact quote, it will happen tonight, the Dark Lord lies alone and friendless, abandoned by his followers, his servant has been chained these 12 years, tonight, uh, the Dark Lord's gonna rise again, all this bullshit, before midnight, blah, 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 she- she, Harry's like yo what what the hell was that and Trelawney like snaps back to and she's like what are you talking about get out of here your exam's over <laughs> and he's like yo you were just spouting some crazy shit lady yep. and she's like mm, I think you're you're feeling ill or something I don't know and Harry's like doesn't know if this is like real or part of his exam He's he's very confused I'm very confused um how Trelawney gets like exorcist possessed here um f- go moving forward a little bit it's it's a lot of dumb exam stuff here yeah uh Buckbeak we find out Buckbeak loses his appeal I feel like this book really wants me to have an emotional connection to this damn hippogriff and I just super don't like they really want me to care about this hippogriff and I'm just like I, I'm sorry. You you've you've been in like two paragraphs. I I don't care. You you seem like a cool magical creature. I, I'm sorry. I'm I don't have a strong emotional connection to you. Bucky. It's it's because it's Hagrid.
1: You gotta care because it's Hagrid.
0: Yes, and that's true. Although <sighs> Hagrid has been way less fun in this book. He hasn't had any like. Really good one liners, um, like he used to, and he's just kind of mopey all the time. And like, oh, I'm a bad teacher, Uh, Uh, yeah, that's true. Hagrid
1: is not the the best in this book, you're right.
0: He's he's not, he's he's quickly slipping down the Scott Harry Potter character power rankings because he's just he's kind of been like all mopey about Buckbeak and being a teacher and all this stuff this entire book. And he's not been my funny, cheerful giant man that I love so much, so. Anyway.
1: Your cheerful um, giant man, huh? My,
0: my funny cheerful giant man, yeah. He's like a giant man, right? He's big. Yeah. Uh, just,
1: my funny cheerful giant man just sounds weird.
0: It's only as weird as you make it. Uh, <laughs> well. So, they decide they need to go down and like console Hagrid and... Um, Harry's like oh shit I forgot the cloak invisibility and the witch statue because I leave that fucking thing everywhere
1: yeah dude he's an idiot
0: <laughs> spoiler alert he leaves it again here coming up uh, he, this, fucking, this is like a very precious gift from his father you really think he would like take care of it better
1: uh, you're not wrong but
0: no he doesn't Hermione goes and retrieves it and Ron's like, I don't know what's gotten into you. First you hit Malfoy. Then you walk out of Professor Trelawney's class. And now you're like breaking rules to go get this uh, cloak. Um, it's just kind of an interesting little moment with them. Um, So they're trying to comfort Hagrid. And they find Scabbers. He's alive. Uh, my boy Crookshanks did in fact not kill him. I am very disappointed. But Ron is overjoyed. Uh, Scabbers going super berserk. Uh, they okay. Oh, so Hagrid's like, "You guys got to get out of here." The because the executioners and Corny Fudge are coming or whatever, and they leave under the cloak. Um, Scabbers is really trying to get away from Ron, <laughs> and I have here. <laughs> this is the only time I've ever felt like a connection, a kinship with Scabbers because I would also be trying to get away <laughs> from Ron. <laughs> Um, nice but here at the end of the chapter real sad they hear the thunk of the executioner's axe. so i guess you know they don't explicitly say it or show it but uh buck sounds like he got executed which again it's like they're all real sad about it and i'm just like oh that's terrible how <laughs> dare they oh, no. <laughs> i'm sorry i just i don't have any emotional connection to this hippogriff and the book really wants me to He's yeah, cool, that's man. The end of, that's the end of chapter sixteen. Um, it was a lot of exam stuff,
1: mostly. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, you, you hit all the important stuff.
0: Yeah. So chapter seventeen, they're they're trying to get back to the castle. It's like getting dark. Um, Scabbers is still growing crazy, and then, burr, 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 crookshanks alert! My boy appears. <laughs> Scabbers is like, I'm out of here. Uh, runs away they all run after him when out of nowhere here comes the giant grim dog this is where shit really starts kicking off um knocks over harry uh but then interestingly enough for this thing that's like oh it's gonna kill him it like bypasses him grabs ron and drags him away uh they're near the whomping willow at this point Harry and Hermione get, like, knocked away by it, um, and the dog, the giant grim dog, drags Ron into, like, a tunnel under the tree while also apparently snapping his leg. I think Harry says Han, Ron's leg was, like, caught on a root, and he hears it, like, snap, and I'm like, "Oh shit, damn, that, that would hurt yeah, a it's lot. Yeah, no good. Uh, but also fuck Ron. Yeah, um, I was about to say that. Yeah. We great minds thinking alike. Um so they can't give chase because of the tree is like going crazy when Crookshanks again saving the day darts forward and like paws a knot on the tree, yep which makes it stop moving. Yep. And I just what the fuck is happening? He
1: just like presses its clit. Yeah.
0: i hope he doesn't he hits that that magic button you know what i'm saying it's the magic (laughs) button let's let's leave it at that uh i have no idea what's happening here i i really think at this point crookshanks has to be like uh, a wizard in disguise but this whole thing is weird we'll get into that later okay um Hermione's, like, asking what I'm asking. How did he know? Harry's just, like, willing to accept this right away. He just tells her, quote, he's friends with that dog. I've seen them together. And I'm just like, (laughs) Harry, you just saw a cat magically freeze a tree. And you're just like, nah, yeah, I know what's going on. He's friends with that dog because I've seen him together. Uh... None of this is adding up to me, but Harry's like, let's go. Get your wand out. Um, so they're in the tunnel. Um, Harry mentions that this 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 tunnel is marked on the Marauder's map. I think they mentioned it to him briefly when they were giving him the map. But they say, they say no one's ever gotten into it because of the Whomping Willow goes crazy. It goes off the edge of the map, but it looks like it ends up in Hogsmeade. So they're following Crookshanks through the tunnel. Uh, they come out inside the Shrieking Shack. Um, because that was a place that had been mentioned, so it has to be relevant here. Um
1: Wait, are, are you are you giving that shit? Or like no, I'm is not that
0: doing that? I I don't know what you're talking about. I hate you. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I guess my point is just that nothing can ever just be world building It ha- it's gonna come back around and be relevant at some point there's never just extra little details
1: well all the extra little details that you're getting you hate because it's school stuff
0: okay fine you got me <laughs> <laughs> the school stuff is lame um no i i don't have a problem with this i'm just being a dick i'm making a joke okay um so they're inside the shrieking shack there's torn up furniture harry says a ghost didn't do that and i'm like it could be a poltergeist you dipshit you know that's a thing one lives in your goddamn school Um, very true yeah uh (laughs) my next note just says crookshanks is in there just purring he's so great (laughs) he's just sitting on the bed with ron just purring up a storm I love Crookshanks. Man,
1: so for, for all of our listeners at home, uh you'll have to check the Twitter.
0: Oh my god, yes. Uh
1: at some point. So I guess we'll we'll post it when this episode we'll, releases. We'll
0: post it when this episode goes up. Uh I Yeah, go ahead. I, there is now in my head canon I sent a text to Zach the other day and i said this is what crookshank's looks like in my head canon and it's <laughs> it's a picture of like a cat uh a, a like an orange cat like crookshank's is described in this like baby buggy looking thing wearing what appears to be a pope costume
1: like a pope's hat it's so yeah, good a pope's it's hilarious hat,
0: and it's like its eyes are like completely covered by the Pope's hat, <laughs> and this cat just looks like it hates everything. And it's one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen. Uh so this is yeah, I'm I'm imagining Crookshanks in his little Pope outfit just laying on the bed purring. Um yeah. We we definitely need to remember to put yeah. that on the Twitter because it's such a good picture. I'll um, put that up. So so they're like Ron, what's going on? Because Ron's in there with his broke ass leg on the on the bed, and Ron's like, "Oh, it's not a dog, it's a trap! It's a trap!" And he pulls the old Admiral Akbar, um, and he's like, "He's an animagus." And bam, bam, bam! Sirius Black is there, closes the door behind him, and um, he says, "I thought you'd come and help your friend. Your father would have done the same for me." brave of you not to run for a teacher it will make things easier um so yeah shit's getting real here harry straight up wants to kill this dude he's like you killed my mom and dad um basically rushes black wants to straight up kill him he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't even like bother with wands or whatever actually i think i think black disarms him
1: yeah he he, he does but Harry's like, bro, I don't need a wand, man. You're going to catch these right. hands, bro.
0: <laughs> Harry's like, I'm ready to throw hands, man. You killed my mom and dad. Uh, And here's, I have a little bit of problem with this. I have a note about this. Harry does not seem to have had this same kind of hatred when facing Voldy, who actually killed his parents. So Now, I understand what he's saying here mm-hmm. about Black is responsible for killing his parents. I get that. And maybe it's more heinous and raw because it's because it was a betrayal.
1: Yes, it's a hundred percent. So again, remember that the defining characteristic of of a Gryffindor is loyalty.
0: I thought it was courage.
1: Well, like they they are they will always do what's right. Sure, okay. right. Um, and yeah, man. I mean, he, his parents got betrayed by their best friend right so that right. that is uh it, that is uh like there's evil like Voldemort but that is just mm-hmm. like that's sacrilegious man
0: sure no and I, I I get that it just seems like he's like full of just death lust for black here and it's like you seem to be way colder with Voldy who murdered the shit out of your parents I don't know anyway fair enough um so they scuffle with black i have no idea how ron helps here with a shattered ass leg he he would not be doing nothing <laughs> i just i don't know what you're gonna do with a broken leg but they manage to knock black down and here crookshanks tries to help black crookshanks like uh, claws harry here at one point and harry tries to kick crookshanks and i'm like mm, harry you watch yourself. You'll go below Ron on the power <laughs> rankings. You touch that cat. Um, so they they basically they get they get wands and they're, they're Harry's pointing you know Blacks down. Harry's got his wand back or somebody's wand. Uh. And Blacks like, are you gonna kill me, Harry? Um. Harry's like, you killed my parents. And Black says, I don't deny it, but if you knew the whole story. Um, Crookshanks jumps on Black to protect him. Again, Crookshanks coming up clutch. Harry's basically preparing himself to kill Black here. And this is my question for you, Zach. Does Harry actually really know any killing magic? Can this little third-year dipshit... If he had really wanted to actually kill him?
1: Uh no. Not not with his wand.
0: Is he get jam it into his eye, maybe?
1: <laughs> <laughs> or in his ass, you know?
0: <laughs> why would you why do you always have to go to the ass?
1: I mean, hey man, it's what I'm about.
0: <laughs> that wouldn't kill him. He'd like that.
1: <laughs> right. Um, no, I mean I think I think he could probably disable him, uh, you know, like body bind him or stun him in a in a way or something like that and then like i don't know choke him or beat him to death or something like that but no i he doesn't know any dark magic that would that would kill somebody
0: so only dark magic will kill someone i'm guessing
1: uh no i mean like there's like is this like a light side dark side
0: where the dark side you can shoot lightning bolts and kill someone <laughs> but light side force magic you could force push someone into some spikes
1: no like there there are curses that are made to inflict harm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the purpose of them. Right, right. But, you know, you could, um, like, for, for example, there's like a, um, like, there's a curse that where you can, like, blow things up, like, you know, you like mm-hmm. like, blow up a wall or something like that. You could effectively...
0: I believe it's called Explodius.
1: <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> Man, I can't. Wow, Jesus. I can't remember the name of it, but to, uh, Allie would remember. Allie probably would saying. remember. Um But yeah, so I mean, yes, you you could do that and like hurt somebody, you know, but that it's not really the intention of the curse or of the spell. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Sure. I guess so. Um you know what you know what would be useful here. I just had this thought. You know what they need is like a wand. With like a bayonet attached to it, <laughs> so it's like if, if I don't want to use like curse magic, I'll just stab you with this knife. Hell yeah, that's what Harry needs here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was my thought here. I was like, because it's like Harry's like having this internal struggle. He's like ready to kill Black, and I'm like, could you actually pull this off if you really wanted to?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I don't think definitely can't. No, uh, again, not, not with. Not with magic, maybe with the help of magic, and then like beating him to death or something. But but no.
0: Could you like repeatedly do, like some low level skill? Like if it's like, uh, if would his which Black's HP eventually <laughs> run out if <laughs> Harry kept spamming some like low level spell at him? Was just like blasting him over and over again.
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't think it works okay. like that.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. These are the things I need to know, Zach. This is basically just one big RPG game for me. Um Oh, the <laughs> I didn't even get to this. Uh I had does he really know killing magic? This dipshit can't even turn a tea kettle into a pig or something. There was something in the I can't even remember what it was. There was something in the last chapter about in the exam about how he had to transform a tea kettle into a pig or vice versa. Even my own notes don't know what they're talking about, and I don't know what my notes are talking about um
1: yeah he he sucks at transfiguration
0: okay good excellent because no so they at this point while harry's like debating having this internal struggle to kill whether to kill him or not they hear footsteps downstairs and hermione screams like hey we're up here we, serious black blah 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 and who could it be bussing in but our boy lupin lupin immediately just like Expelliarmus is Harry, um, and then he turns to Sirius Black and he says, "Where is he?" And Black points at Ron, and Lupin is like very confused by this. Lupin's like, "Why hasn't he shown himself before now?" Lupin's like trying to figure this out. Unless he was the one. Unless you switched without telling me. And then like Black nods and like it seems like Lupin is realizing something. I was very confused about what was happening here reading through this. I read through it several times. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. That's, it makes more sense. It
1: that later. that's the point.
0: Yeah. Yes, thank you, Zach. <laughs> fucker. <laughs>
1: you fucker.
0: Uh so anyway, yeah, Lupin helps Black up and hugs him. And the rest of them are like freaking out. Um Hermione here really freaks out. She's like, I can't believe you're friends with black. I've been covering for you this whole time. And she's like, Harry, don't trust him. He's been helping black get into the castle. He wants you dead too. He's a werewolf. And I was like, fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um. By the way, I looked it up. I looked up the, the loop thing i said i thought loop had something to do with dogs or lupus yeah uh it's not like a prefix loop it's just it's actually is lupus which i believe i I, if i understood correctly what i was googling was the latin word for wolf so i was was pretty close yeah
1: so another uh another little tidbit for you uh you know how much i love like greek and roman shit right Mm -hmm. uh his first name is remus Mm-hmm. so it's remus Lupin, oh so romulus, Rom- romulus and remus, and right. remus. yeah exactly mm-hmm. and they were okay. raised by she-wolf so by a that's she-wolf
0: right that's right i forgot about that yeah I, I it's knew. fucking cool they man. built rome right is there other thing
1: yeah correct they, they built rome right. well so they and then they fought about who was gonna right, right. run it and then uh romulus killed remus and that's why it's called rome right. okay. and not whatever Reem, <laughs> Ream. <laughs>
0: oh, <ho>. hey buddy, <laughs> let's go to Reem Town tonight, Dude. baby. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, yeah, I I forgot the whole she wolf aspect of that. I knew they they were the ones like the brothers that built Rome or whatever, but I Correct. forgot about the whole raised by she wolf thing. Okay, cool. That is interesting. Good good tidbit, Zach. Yeah, we'll keep you around for now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks, Bell. <pal. laughs> Um, so yeah, Her- so yeah, Hermione says, Harry, don't trust him. He's been helping Black to get into the castle and he wants you dead too. He's a werewolf. Uh, Lupin has the great line here where he's like, Not at all up to your usual standard, Hermione. Only one out of three, I'm afraid. I have not been helping Sirius get into the castle and I certainly don't want Harry dead, but I won't deny that I am a werewolf. Um, just kind of a cool little exchange there between them. Definitely. Um, this this is really good. Uh, I'm gonna get through this, and then then I want to. I have thoughts about this whole thing, but we'll come back around. Okay. To that. Yeah. Uh, he asked Hermione how long she's known, and she's like forever since doing Snape's essay because Snape assigned in the essay about werewolves, mm-hmm. and I think that's what originally. I think I had the thought. I was like, they've mentioned werewolves a couple times. Um. This I did not catch on to. Seeing the Bogart turn into a moon for him. I think we talked about how I was like a pale sphere or something. It was like described a silvery as, orb. Yeah, a silvery orb. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? I assumed it had something to do with Trelawney's like crystal ball. I thought it was like a crystal ball. Sure. So that that I did not see coming. That was pretty good. But Hermione figured it out because she's smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> um, yes, she is. Mo- most of the time. Um... Lupin here is like, oh, Snape will be delighted that someone figured it out. Uh, Also, Hermione checked a lunar chart and realized he was always ill during the full moon. Um, Lupin here says she's the cleverest witch of her age that he's ever met. Um, Big, big praise for Hermione. Um, She's like, well, I can't be that clever because if I had, I would have told everyone that you're a damn werewolf. And Lupin's like, all the staff already know, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone important already knows I'm a werewolf. Uh, Dumble convinced them it was okay to hire him. Um, And Lupin here is like, here, I know you're mad at me. I know you're freaking out. I'm going to give you back your wands so you'll trust me. Just, you got to listen to me for a damn minute. Um. And so they agree. He's they're they're kind of gonna try and talk this out. Um. So I think here I, my notes are a little hard to track. Here, I think this is where he explains how he knew where they were. Right. Um, the map. Yes, he was looking at the map in his office, and Harry's like, "You know how to work the map?" And Lupin says, "Of course I know how to work it. I helped write it." I'm Mooney. That was my friend's nickname for me at school. My All my jokes about Mooney, Looney, Junie, and Crooney. And um, woo woo. And woo <laughs> woo. <laughs> no, you know what? Actually, I had the thought the other day of this actually reminds me the last one. It should be like Mooney, Junie, Looney, and Clyde. <laughs> Because you know what? how the uh, the Pac-Man ghosts are like Inky, Pinky, oh, yes. Blinky, and Clyde? And yes. It's just like they all rhyme <laughs> except the last one. It's just Clyde. So yeah, it's Mooney, Looney, Junie, and Clyde. And woo-woo. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's Mooney. He wrote, helped write the Marauder's Map. Um, says he was looking at the map because he knew Harry would use James's invisibility cloak to sneak out and comfort Hagrid because of the damn hippogriff. Um, but he saw another person with them that he could not believe. He was like, that's, that can't be right. And they're like, we don't have anyone else with us. What are you talking about? And this is where they figure out it's, it's the rat. And Sirius Black says, that's not a rat. And Lupin's like, he's a wizard. He's an animagus. How do you pronounce this? Animagus? Animagus?
1: Um... The correct pronunciation is Animagus, yes. Animagus. Okay. Uh, I think they even say Animagus in the movies. Ew. No, yeah, but ma- Magus is, like, the, the correct... Like, sure,
0: because it's, like, a mage. Yes. That makes more sense. He's not... He's not... He's a wizard. He's an Animagus by the name of Peter Pettigrew. Boom! That's the stinger to close chapter 17. Hell yeah. Um...
1: So you said you wanted to circle back to something. Are we waiting to the end of the episode, or do you have questions now while it's
0: um, Oh, that's right. It was the Hermione thing. I guess I'm trying to even remember what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, I guess it was just my whole thing of if these if these dipshits were just better friends to Hermione. I feel like a lot of all this, like, confusion and craziness could have been avoided because she knew everything. She, like, knew, like, uh, pretty much everything that was going on with Lupin. And, I mean, obviously, she didn't know everything.
1: All she knew was that, that he was a werewolf. She she thought that because she knew that he was a werewolf and she saw his reaction was serious, she thought that he, that he was helping him out. She didn't his know reaction it like like Sirius. like when when he when he enters the room and expel or expels them uh disarms them and mm-hmm. just starts casually talking with Sirius she right. she doesn't know everything she's like don't listen to him he's a werewolf he's hel- he's helping Sirius
0: right i i guess yeah and you're right i guess my whole point was just <sighs> i felt in in the previous chapters the free previous episode that that i was not the biggest fan of it it seemed like a lot of forced tension between like Harry and Ron and Hermione sure over stupid stuff yeah and it was just like it seemed like that was artificially created so there was going to be this big surprise about the werewolf even though she already knew
1: it seems um, it seems a little forced and like and I can understand what you're talking about like being an adult and like having a more mature perspective on things but like mm-hmm. these kids are 13 That's dude true. That's like true. they're 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 children
0: well they act like you're idiots right. you're right and it's interesting you you bring up the whole being an adult thing and having a better perspective than children because i had the exact same thought and we will definitely circle back around to that
1: i hate when you do that cuz you always use my words against me
0: exactly i don't like what? it i quit you literally could not have said things better than i wanted to zach i love you bud okay. that's why we're such a good team uh, <laughs> so I quit. We're, okay so yeah starting starting chapter 18 so harry and the bunch think black and lupin are nuts uh they are like you killed black killed pettigrew years ago and Black's like, oh, no, I meant to, but I'll, I'm going to fix that shit right now. Uh, Black is just, like, super focused on killing this rat. Like he he He's not, like, talking about or, you know. he's That's all he cares about right now. Um, Lupin's like, no, we need to explain everything to them. Uh, he says Black owes Harry that. But Black really just can't stop saying how much he wants to kill that rat. And, again, I can relate. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Ron and Harry are just like, These these fuckers are crazy because they're idiots. Hermione, as usual, is the only one thinking rationally here. She calmly asks Lupin. She says, He can't this rat can't be an Animagus. She knows the ministry of magic, keeps a registry of all Animagi, and there have only been seven this century. Pettigrew not on the list. Hermione, again, showing what a freaking all-star she is. She's, like, done her homework on all this crazy stuff because McGonagall showed him her Animagist trick in one of their classes. Yep. Um, And Lupin, again, impressed with Hermione. Right again, he says, but the Ministry never knew that there used to be three unregistered Animagi running around Hogwarts. Um, Which will get back to uh here we get the door to the room opens on its own Lupin is confused uh because and they're just all like whatever dude this place is haunted he's like no it's not actually haunted at all the shrieks people heard were from me being a werewolf um (laughs) <laughs> and then they just like immediately ignore the fact that this door opened on its own I feel like they should have <laughs> investigated this more yes. but they like briefly you're like confused by it then immediately forget it Um.
1: So there's a lot of tension man the stakes are high they're, like, they're,
0: the stakes are high there's a lot happening I- I'll give them that Um. so Lupin here explains that he was bitten when he was young and the potion that Snape makes him lets him basically sleep it off as a normal wolf but that wasn't discovered yet when he was a boy um, Dumble was sympathetic to him and his problems, so he invited him to Hogwarts, he planted the tree, built the shack, uh, and the tunnel so he could safely transform once a month. Basically, every time it's full moon, they take Lupin through this secret tunnel. <laughs> Seems unnecessary elaborate, but they take <laughs> a Lupin through this tunnel that's being guarded by the Wamping Willow, and he basically... Goes through his transformation and goes through the full moon as a werewolf in this shack. Uh, they do not explain why him, as a super strong, powerful werewolf, doesn't just bust out of the shack, run into Hogsmeade, which is a village, and start killing folks, but whatever.
1: It's got to make um, sense, Scott.
0: Magic, because magic. Yes. Um, so... Yeah, which this was cool because you know it's it's looping back around to looping back around, looping back around to Lupin saying that uh the Whomping Willow was pra- planted when he was at school there. So that's kind of a cool tie back to him casually mentioning that a couple chapters ago, right? Um, and this is where he explained about the unregistered and unregistered animagi. His three friends, his three good friends, took three years. To learn to be Animagi so they could keep him company while he was a werewolf. Um, what what good guys. Um, apparently, werewolves are only dangerous to people, not to other animals. Which, okay, sure. If you say so. <laughs> um, so, every month, these four animals, Lupin, uh, Pettigrew, James, and uh, Sirius Black just roamed around as animals at night and discovered secret passageways. And that's how they're going to explain to me if they came to make the Marauders map. Sure. If, if you say so. Um, what, what's I, I the problem think, with that. I just, it's just like, that would take so long. It's like one night a month and they're discovering all this stuff. I, I don't know. Eh.
1: I mean, it doesn't mean that, they can't go out as their animal form. Well, without Lupin. Yes, it
0: does because what's his name is not an animagi, Lupin.
1: So, and all four of them have to go out together always?
0: Well, that's the way he explains it here. He says something like he says something to the effect of he felt guilty not telling Dumble that there were these three illegal animagi at the school because Dumble had done so much for him. But then he's like, "But every time we started planning our month's adventure, I just forgot all that."
1: I mean, it's sure they're they're planning their months that like that one day for that month or whatever. But it doesn't so what mean what you're
0: telling that me t- is the other three friends are dicks and just leave him to rot on the other 29 nights.
1: You think they the- spend every waking minute together? No, they
0: only spend one night a month with him, it seems like, oh is God. what you're telling me. <laughs> I,
1: I I really, like, I get what you're trying to say, but I, I don't think that that's... I mean, okay, think about this. Would you think that it's dumb or convenient if Fred and George had been the ones to discover secret passageways?
0: No, I guess not. Um, It just seems like their rationalization for it is like... Oh we were we were all animals and so that's how we can move about freely whenever we wanted and that's how we discovered all this stuff.
1: I mean I think it's a huge contributing factor dude but like they their group, especially uh James and Sirius mm-hmm. you will later learn this isn't really a spoiler. they were I mean they were definitely like the Fred and George of of their time.
0: Well, they talk about how clever they were, how they were very clever,
1: very, very, very talented wizards.
0: Yeah, and that's how basically they were able to learn to become the animagi, and they had to help Peter a lot because he sucked. Um, I, th- we don't need to make a big deal about this. I was just like, eh, you know,
1: I'm just not gonna let you fucking have a swing at at this shit because s- I love Are you the having a nap?
0: swing. <laughs> I'm not having a swing. It's just like okay. I was honestly kind of hoping for a cooler uh a cooler origin story for the Marauders map. I hope this was like Godric Griffin is that his name, Godric, did I yeah. get that right? Yeah. This was like Godric Gryffindor's map, like mm. that he made, or it's it's Salazar map, and it's just like, oh no, is these these four dipshits prowling around as animals okay that's fair
1: i mean you had an expectation and it didn't i yeah that's that's all it was was it's
0: just i i had built it up to be the marauders map i mean this thing is like crazy op by the way because this is like the genesis of everything that's happening here as we'll see with lupin and then a unexpected guest they get also uh this thing is like crazy yes um I agree. I think at Lupin at one point says it never lies, and that's how he knew Pettigrew was actually in there. He's like, "No, I know the Marauders' map never lies." Yeah. Um. Anyway, I guess I just built it up in my mind a little bit as like this is like some crazy ancient artifact, and it's like, no, these four dipshits made it.
1: <laughs> Fine, I'll I'll let you have that thought. Although it's
0: it's listen, I don't have a huge problem with it. It's not a big deal. I'd probably just built it up too much. Um. So, yeah, this, this is what I kind of mentioned earlier. Lupin says he's a coward for not telling Dumble that Sirius Black is an Animagi and that he might be able to get into the school that way. He says he owes Dumble everything, but he hasn't changed some of his selfish ways from me as a boy. It's, it's a kind of a, a cool little... Like Lupin having this, you know, moment of, like, regret and, like...
1: A little you know, bit of humility, man. Yeah, it's right, good. a
0: little bit of humility, exactly. Um, I still still like Lupin a lot. Um. so I think Lupin mentions something about Snape and Sirius Black is like what Snape Why, what are you talking about Snape for and Lupin's like oh he's here at the school he's a teacher too he, Lupin says that Snape fought his appointment telling Dumble he was dangerous they didn't like each other at school Um. Sirius says Snape followed them around trying to figure out what they were up to trying to get them expelled. So we we talked about this in the last episode, you know, about how we get, quote unquote, the real story from Snape of James saving his life. And I think I said something to the effect of like, you know, with this information I'm given right now, you know, it seems like James and his friends are real assholes and, you know, I can't blame Snape too much. This clarifies things a little bit here. I feel like Lupin is probably the most genuine one and the one I can trust the most to give me, like, the real story here, and, and I feel like we do get that. Um, So basically, Sir- it kind of seems like this is all on Sirius, like Sirius Black being the real dick. Um, Sirius told him how to get past the Whomping Willow by, you know, hitting that magic button that we, we <laughs> talked about.
1: Gotta <laughs> flick the bean. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so yeah he he basically tells him because basically snape's been falling around he wants to know where lupin goes every month why lupin like disappears every month um and seriously like yeah sure go touch that button and you'll you can go see him knowing that he will go through and see a transformed lupin who's a goddamn werewolf and who will kill snape um but james finds out about this and is like no, no, and like saves him, pulls him back. Um Snape saw somehow that Lupin was a werewolf, but Dumble like swears him to secrecy. So serious here is the real dick. Like it doesn't seem to and again, I'm saying this with, with the information that I'm provided, Lupin seems to be a reliable source here. Yes. Uh it's it's not Lupin's fault. It's not, you know, it's not James's fault. It's it's kind of all on Sirius, um. Yeah, I mean, literally just, yeah, yeah. Go in there, go see the werewolf. Like, just yeah, he, werewolf's gonna kill him. Not not great for serious there. Um, and so yeah, Harry says something to the effect of, "Oh, there was another tidbit here about Lupin says he especially disliked Snape. Talking about Snape, he especially disliked James." jealous uh I think of James's talent on the Quidditch field. Um that seems a bit odd to me. I, I don't see Snape as like a big wannabe Quidditch player, but whatever. Um
1: I think that's his bias talking a little bit.
0: Yeah, could be. Um but here we get the big stinger to end this chapter, which is Snape hiding in the room. He's under th- The fucking invisibility cloak, which Harry left again for the gajillionth time uh, running into the tunnel under the tree. And Snape's like, I'm right here, motherfuckers.
1: Surprise, Uh, motherfucker. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Um, He pulled, I think Snape is good at this. He also did the same thing to Harry and Ron at the beginning of book two, I think, when they're like shit talking him and he's like right behind him. Uh, Snape, always in the right place at the right time. Uh, so yeah, Snape hiding in the room. And this is when he pops out and puts his wand on Lupin.
1: Yeah, S- Snape has good entrances.
0: Yeah, Snape, Snape's all about them big entrances. Um, So yeah, this gets us into chapter... Ne- By the way, uh, <laughs> we have been like a whole chapter and a half in this room now. And all I care about that they're refusing to acknowledge or explain. They're explaining and getting through so much. But all I care about is what is up with my boy Crookshanks. (laughs) They just refuse to explain this like magic ass cat that like is the MVP of this whole book. And I need to know if this is like an animatrix or if this is like some crazy... Magical creature that I don't even know about yet. Or
1: so okay, let me let me tell you this.
0: Well, they kind of get to it in this next chapter, if you need to tell me
1: something. Mm, no, they don't. Uh oh boy. The rest of the book does not give you a hard answer. Would you like to know?
0: We'll come back to it after we talk about okay. All right, when they fine. do finally Sirius addresses it eventually. Okay. And I'm like, fucking finally, I've been waiting like two chapters for someone to acknowledge Crookshanks. (laughs) Crookshanks just sitting on this bed, purring in his little pope outfit. And I need to know. (laughs) I need to know, Zach. That's funny. So chapter 19, um, just my first note, those idiots left the cloak behind again. Um, Snape was bringing Lupin some potion. See, Snape's a good guy. He's concerned about Lupin transforming into werewolf and killing everyone (laughs) Um, that's the bare minimum yeah it's the bare minimum i suppose so snape was bringing lupin some potion uh and the map was still open lupin for from helping make this map i feel like you should know your little magic incantation to close it mischief whatever um is that what it is did i get that right
1: no you didn't because you said mischief whatever
0: but it's mischief something, right? I couldn't yeah, just what remember is it, the Scott? mischief m- ma- made. It's something m. It's alliteration. She loves alliteration.
1: Yeah, it's mischief made. I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's mischief managed.
0: Managed.
1: It's mischief manhandled. Why did you have to be a dick about it? You can just tell me. Because I didn't know if you were beat a dick and be like, oh, it's mission, no, whatever.
0: I genuinely have trouble remembering these things, and that's why you're here.
1: You need to care more. What? You need to care more. I t-
0: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I care. Um, so yeah, again, Lupin, this is this is almost as bad as Harry leaving the invisibility cloak everywhere. Like, fix that shit. Fix your map. Um. So, yeah, he was bringing Lupin the potion, and he sees them on the map, basically. So that's how Snape knows they're here, and he goes to find him, and is like, oh, an invisibility cloak. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> and sneaks in there, and, yeah, then he's there. Um, And he's like, okay, two more for Azkaban tonight. I shall be interested to see how Dumbledore takes this. He was quite convinced you were harmless, you know, Lupin, a tame werewolf. Uh, Snape is, like, fully unhinged in this chapter, uh, like, to an extent I have questions about, um, anyway, he, he, he doesn't want to listen to anything Lupin says, he ties him up with his wand, uh, does some sort of bondage spell on Lupin, <laughs> um,
1: I need to learn that one. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, good, good for your afternight activities. Um, Black starts to charge him, and Snape is just like, "Give me a reason, just give me an excuse to kill you, boy." Um, Lupin, <laughs> why was that creepy the way I said that? No. Give me an excuse to kill you, boy. Um, I feel like. Black needs Lupin's help here, but Lupin's like, I can't, bro. He chapped my lips.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, back back to what's actually going on here. Snape is... uh... Snape is just, it really looks like he just wants Black to give him an excuse to kill him. It's pretty clear they still uh, have beef with each other. They still hate each other. Hermione here, as usual, trying to be the voice of reason. She's like, can't we just hear them out if there is a mistake? Snape starts screaming at her. Be quiet, you stupid girl. They just say he looks deranged. Um, don't talk about what you don't understand. Um, and here he's like vengeance is very sweet how I hoped I would be the one to catch you he's saying this to black now Um, blacks like chill dude it's cool it's cool I'll come quietly to the castle as long as we bring this damn rat I can't get over this rat I need to kill this rat that's all black talks about Um, Snape is like oh no we don't need to go to the castle asshole Castle asshole. Castle asshole, um, <laughs> dude. I, I, I'm just Snape's like. I'm just gonna call the Nazgul as soon as we're out of this tree, and they'll gonna give you that death kissy kiss, and maybe they'll have one for the werewolf too. Which I'm like, don't bring my boy Lupin into this, you dick. Um, Lupin still has the chapped lips. Can't do anything about it.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> he's gotta take a woo woo. He's got. <laughs> fucking preoccupied with the woo-woo
0: yes Uh, here's a direct quote from the book but there was a mad glint in Snape's eyes that Harry had never seen before he seemed beyond reason Harry blocks the door here Harry's like okay I don't love what Lupin and Black are putting down but this also seems wrong he's like Lupin could have killed me a hundred times this year you know when we were doing all this Dementor Sorry, Nazgul nonsense uh, with the Patronus. And uh, Snape here, fully, full gone full mental, as the British would say. Um, don't ask me to fathom the way a werewolf's mind works. Get out of the way, Potter. Uh, Harry starts screaming back at him. You're pathetic just because they made a fool of you at school. You won't even listen. Snape. Again, super deranged. Silence, I will not be spoken to like that. Oh, this is a quote. I don't know who he's saying this about. You would have been well served if he'd killed you. You'd have died like your father. Too arrogant, you might be mistaken in black. I have that as a quote in here, but I don't know. Yeah, so it's silence,
1: I will not be spoken to like that. Snape shrieked, looking madder than ever. Like Uh father, like son, Potter. I have just saved your neck. You should be th- you should be thanking me on ben- on bended knee. You would have been well served if he'd killed if he'd killed you. You'd have died like your father, too arrogant to believe that you might be mistaken in Black.
0: Right. Snape's basically saying you should be thanking me for saving you from Black here. That Correct. Black c- should have killed him like your father cuz you put too much trust in Black. Correct. Um and then all three of them decide uh, they have that uh, ESPN between each other, not really. They all just they all just decide at the same time to Expelliosa, uh Snape or uh, you know the disarming spell expelliarmus. Yes, did I get it right? There, that was for you, buddy.
1: Ah, thanks, pal. You're a real sweetheart. You chap my lips up. <laughs>
0: lips. They all three expelli blast. All three of them being uh, Hermione blast. Expelli-blast. <laughs> it's it's a mess. It gets everywhere. Um, <laughs> <they> <laughs> it's a mess. It gets everywhere. <laughs> it gets everywhere. Hermione, Ron, and Harry, because they all have their wands still, I guess. Uh, Expelli-blast Snape unconscious. They, like, blast him into a wall. His head is bleeding. It's, like, super bad for you. Yeah. you could have real brain damage from this. It's not good. I, I don't... I don't... I don't like this. It's it's real bad for you. Harry says he still doesn't believe them. He just like blasted a teacher. But then he looks at Lupin in black and he's like, I still don't believe you that you're telling me the truth, which tells me I think he just wanted to get back at Snape because Snape's always a dick.
1: I think that he just wanted to be able to hear out to the rest of it. And Snape wasn't <sighs> going to let that happen. Snape was being deranged, like you said.
0: Maybe a little column A, a little column B um black is like well let me prove it to you give me the rat ron's dumbass refuses um and here's where they're like wait how did you know to come here to kill peter how did you know where this rat was and black knew because he saw the weasley picture on the front of the paper when old corny fudge came to visit him um, since he'd seen Peter transform so many times, he knew exactly what he looked like. Um, basically, basically, there's a big explanation here, an info dump about how uh, Black was actually chasing Pettigrew. Pettigrew wasn't chasing him, and Pettigrew, in the middle of the street, yelled about how Black betrayed Lillian James. Then he blew up the street transformed and escaped into the sewer <clears throat> so that's how we get the whole Pedagru is the one that actually killed all these these muggles isn't that
1: crazy this fucking coward like yeah weakling dude just killed all those people
0: i guess i i, I don't know enough about <laughs> i don't know now not enough about dark magic to to tell whether or not he could have pulled that spell off sack i'm sorry <laughs> i'm not your dark magic expert <laughs> god damn you um and here finally after like two and a half chapters we get my Crookshanks sort of explanation that's all i've been thinking about for these last two chapters uh because ron's like no it's, it's he's cool he's a totally a real rat he's just scared of this cat this mad cat and black's like this cat isn't mad And he's, like, petting Crookshanks. He's, like, he's the most intelligent of his kind I've ever met. He recognized Peter for what he was right away. And when he met me, he knew I was no dog. It was a while before he trusted me. But finally, I managed to communicate to him what I was after. And he's been helping me. (laughs) Apparently, Crookshanks is the one that stole Neville's passwords for Black. (laughs) Uh, He kept trying to catch uh, the rat and bring it to Black. Uh, Crookshanks just being the MVP, and um, so we get a little bit of information about the way he describes it here. It just seems like Crookshanks is an ordinary cat that just happens to be super intelligent. But now, what you've told me, I don't think that's true.
1: So, sh- do you want me to give you the little? Sure, okay, hit me. So, Crookshanks. Is a half um. Hold on,
0: centaur. <laughs> That's how the centaurs come back.
1: <laughs> hold on, real quick. Okay, so Crookshanks is half cat, half Nezel. K n e a um, z l e. Okay, Nezels is a cat-like flecked speckled or spotted uh fur uh highly intelligent uh it is almost like a it's like a cat demon almost
0: okay cool
1: um and so he's half and half so he he's not an ordinary cat he's not a person you know like okay. like you were originally saying but yes he is right. half and half his his intelligence is through the roof okay. uh and him being half nezel is also what is uh, like allowing him to be able to communicate as highly as he is with Sirius.
0: I wondered about the communication aspect because I was just like, is that just like a magic wizard thing that can they communicate with all animals if they know the right spells or whatever? Um, that's cool. Half cat, half like cat kind of demon thing. Mm-hmm. Crookshanks just getting cooler and cooler. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Still the best name in the history of the universe. Also. Okay, that's that's cool. Um I like that. So yeah, so so here I think I think I skipped ahead a little bit. This is where we kind of get the info dump. Um Peter was the one that betrayed your mother and father. Sirius tracked Peter down and Harry's like screaming like that's not true. He was their secret keeper. He said so before before you turned up that he said he killed them. And Sirius is like, "Harry, I, I as good as killed them." I persuaded Lillian James to change to Peter at the last moment, persuaded them to use him as secret keeper instead of me. I'm to blame. I know it. Um, the night they died, I'd arranged to check on Peter to make sure he was still safe, but when I arrived at his hiding place, he'd gone, yet there was no sign of a struggle. It didn't feel right. I was scared. I set out for your parents' house straight away, and when I saw their house destroyed... And their bodies, I realized what Peter must have done, what I'd done. So when Black said that, he wasn't, you know, he basically taking, you know, he feels guilty about it. You know, he didn't kill them, but he feels like he might as well have. Right. Um, which here I was very confused. I was like, Why would you convince them to use Peter as their secret keeper? And he kind of explains it here in a second, so we'll come back to that. Um so they finally get the rat from Ron and Lupin and black blast the rat with some kind of magic. And he transforms back into this Pettigrew shit state. Um, and all he does is Pettigrew just tries to make excuses to Lupin, um, about blacks trying to kill him. He's just been scared. um, And here's where Black's like, you haven't been hiding from me for 12 years. You've been hiding from Voldemort's old supporters. Uh, I heard things in Azkaban, Peter. They all think you're dead or you'd have to answer to them. Um, Sounds like they think the double-crosser double-crossed them. Voldemort went to the Potters on your information and he met his downfall there. Uh, There's still plenty out there biding their time pretending they've seen the errors of their ways if they ever got wind that you were still alive basically he's explaining why Pettigrew was this rat for 12 years right Uh, that he's been scared of you know Voldemort supporters that aren't all in Azkaban coming after him because they might think that because he gave Voldemort the information that kind of led to his downfall they would blame him right so
1: well and it, and it's no secret that Pettigrew was friends with the Potters. So right. yeah, they're so they're they're exactly like you said, like he was playing double agent, but did he actually double cross them?
0: Right. So and here's where here's where Black explains, Lillian James only made you secret keeper because I suggested it. Uh, I thought it was the perfect plan, a bluff. Voldemort would be sure to come after me, would never dream that would use a weak, talentless thing like you. It must have been the finest moment of your miserable life, telling Voldemort you could hand him the Potter. So basically, Black outsmarted himself here. Um, He thought he had a sick-ass end around, like, no one will suspect this dipshit would be the secret keeper, but what he didn't count on was that dipshit being a... You know, realistically, he should have seen it coming since Pettigrew could transform into a damn rat. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. He's a rat. Um... So yeah, that that that's like so shitty. I like I want to blame black for that, but it does seem on the surface of being like a good plan of like put the heat on me, you know. Yeah. Uh Voldy'll come after me and I'll just make it someone else, but then it's just like, "Oh, come on. That sucks." Yes. Um So yeah. Uh And then Hermione, again, voice of reason here uh chiming in is like um scabbers i mean this man has been sleeping in harry's dormitory for three years is he if he's working for you know who how come he never tried to hurt harry before now and i'm like oh good point hermione i would have thought of that and had a problem with it i'm glad <laughs> we're gonna get an explanation here uh and black explains he wouldn't risk it under Dumble's nose unless he was sure voldy was back at full power Basically, he he needed to be sure Voldy was the baddest-ass wizard on the block again before he risked exposing himself because he is a coward. Um, Pretty
1: sound reasoning.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And then Hermione is like, well, how did you escape Azkaban? Which is something else I want to know. <laughs> Hermione here. <laughs> being my voice, I feel like. uh, This explanation is okay i guess uh it seemed a little yeah
1: i had a feeling yeah. so look i had a feeling that you would have a problem with this
0: yeah i don't have a problem with it it's just like eh, it's just kind of meh as well as some of these other explanations have come up i've i've thought for the most part this one i was like eh, it's a leak.
1: it for what it's worth it's it is the that feeling is n- is pretty common Okay. All right, uh, um, amongst people. I mean, even people who, who are, love the book. It's like, ah, sure. okay, that's a little weird, but fine. Sure.
0: Um, he goes through a lot here. I'll kind of try and briefly summarize it. He says the only reason he never lost his mind because he knew he was innocent and that wasn't a happy thought so the Dementors couldn't suck it out of me so it kept him sane and knowing who I am. Uh, that doesn't add up for me because I feel like plenty of residents of Azkaban have are terrible people or whatever, so they would have plenty of unhappy thoughts that the Dementors couldn't take from them. So that those, by that logic, those should also help keep them sane.
1: the The idea is that if you end up in Azkaban, it's because your crimes are so heinous that, like, like. You like you like that kind of evil, like that kind of evil. Like mm. m- I shouldn't say makes you happy because that makes it feel like watered down. But like,
0: right?
1: It, it's it's not something that it's a bad thought, uh, for okay. the things that you do. So sure. that that that's kind of how. Again, I mean, uh, look, I I understand. I'm creating the ex- excuse, if you want to call right. it that, for for the Harry Potter, Harry Harry Potter. Harry Holy Pater. shit, me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter fandom um but you know that's that's kind of how it's understood
0: okay gotcha um so apparently it helps that he could transform into a dog cuz that's like dogs have a lower plane of thought and they the the nazgûl couldn't sense the dogs emotions as well um anyway b- basically he slipped past the dementors cuz he could turn into a dog still he was very thin, so he could go through the bars. It's like, come on, like it's a prison. Your people are like being—they're gonna be thin. You can't just have them. To a point where I guess it's because he can transform. Yes, it's it's fine, whatever. Uh, and he swam ashore as a dog. Uh, oh. So, well, I guess what prompted this was when he saw the rat. Uh, in the photo from corny fudge um that like kind of lit a fire in his ass or in his heart he says the mentors couldn't destroy it it was a very happy feeling or no it wasn't a happy feeling it was an obsession and it gave him strength it kind of cleared his mind so because he knew Pettigrew was going there was something in the article about Pettigrew, or not Pettigrew, but the weasleys going back to hogwarts which he knew where harry was so that gave him basically the strength um So, so yeah, so Black confessing all this, he kind of, he turns to Harry and he's, he's just like, believe me, Harry, I never betrayed James and Lily. I would have died before I betrayed them. And finally, Harry believes him. Um, and then, uh, Remus and Sirius also kind of have a little makeup moment here, um, they have a, they have a like a, hey, it's good to see you again, old friend type of moment there between Loop and, and, uh, Black. And then they like, they're like, shall we kill him together? Yes, I think so. And they're just like, about to like, father, son, Kamehameha, this bitch <laughs> together.
1: Give um, him some double barrel pink eye, they're, dude.
0: They're about to give him the old double barrel pink eye, real good. <laughs> uh both barrels of the sawed off Shit. Uh, they're 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 going in hard um hey that's what she said <laughs> yes indeed
1: you can never miss one of those come on
0: you can't you can't um Pettigrew here okay Pettigrew here is like basically he knows he's about to die and he's trying to appeal to anyone he can. And here he goes after Ron. He's like, I was a good rat. And here I have the quote. But Ron was staring at Pettigrew with the utmost revulsion. I let you sleep in my bed, he said. Listen, I don't have the degree or the expertise or the. Even the desire to unpack how problematic this entire (laughs) thought is. Of that, this grown ass adult man was sleeping with a preteen boy. Let's just leave it at that. Well, that's look, very look, what makes gross. it worse
1: is the follow up line from Pettigrew. Uh,
0: I kind don't, I don't boy, have
1: down. kind master. Pettigrew crawled towards Ron. Oh, you wouldn't gross, let them dude. do it. I was your rat. I was a good pet.
0: So uncomfortable. So It's so bad. It's so it's, amazing. It's so, so dark when you really drill down to what this means. Like I said, I'm not going to belabor that point. Let's just say it is problematic to say the least. It's and a problem, man. It's a problem. It's, it's not okay. It is just not okay. Um... <laughs> Black is getting real pissed here at Pettigrew. He's like, don't lie. You'd been passing information to Voldemort for a year before Lillian James died. You were his spy. And Pettigrew's like, you don't understand. He would have killed me. And Sirius here with a real good line that I love where he's like, then you should have died. Died rather than betray your friends as we would have done for you, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's serious. Good, you kind of seemed like an asshole up until this point, but oh, goddamn, that's a good line. I can't, I can't fault you for that one. Um, so here they go. Lupin and Black are about to kill him, give him the old double barrel pink eye. <laughs> uh, but Harry steps in. This fucking dipshit. And says, I hate him. <laughs> I hate it so much. This is the typical good guy thing of, you know, don't kill him, take him to Azkaban. Uh, I, he has some, like, I suppose, justification here. He says he doesn't think his dad would want his two best friends to become killers on his behalf. And
1: That's fair. That's sound reasoning.
0: That's sound reason, but... This dude is, like, evil. Like, at some point, you just have to stamp out evil. Yeah. I, listen, I'm not... Good for Harry, I guess. I'm not going to pass too much judgment on him for that one. Uh, they're like, well, Lupin and Black are like... Which Black seems to agree to this very quickly for wanting to kill this rat for 12 years, which I'm like, he's like obsessed <laughs> yeah, with killing this yeah, rat. And then he's just like, okay. Uh, they say only Harry can decide, but at the same time they're like, what the fuck? Are you sure, kid? This seems like a bad choice. Uh, but they agree. Um, And Hermione here, again, voice of reason as usual, She's like, uh, what about Professor Snape? He doesn't look so good. He's, like, bleeding all <laughs> over the floor. Uh, he's been unconscious for a while we now. We straight that's up murked super, that guy. That's super bad for you. Um Lupin's like, nah, nah, there's nothing s- seriously wrong with for him. I think they italicize, like, seriously in the text. So it's like, you know, Lupin being like, oh, yeah, there's nothing seriously wrong with him. <laughs> Either that, or he was just making a serious black joke.
1: Oh, uh, zinger! That'll be good.
0: Zingers from Lupin. Um, he says you were just a little pauses over enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> Still out cold. Uh, perhaps it will be best if we don't revive him until we're safely back in the castle. Uh so they like use some another a different sort of bondage spell on Snape that makes him float.
1: It's Moblia um, corpus.
0: Sure. Wait, Moblia corpus is that literally just mean mobile corpse? Yes. They're saying Snape's dead, he's a corpse. No,
1: no, no, corpus They're just dead. They're reanimating means body. a corpse. It's body. It's just body corp um, is like person in latin isn't it sure
0: you're right no you're correct this, is, this has been your latin lesson for the day <laughs> uh and yeah they chain pettigrew to ron and lupin again all these bondage spells and uh my boy crook shanks leads them out of the room and that is the end of this chapter and the end of what we're covering this episode um so, yeah, a lot to unpack. This boy, this episode's going long. I just realized
1: it's, it's a little um, long, but you know, we're it's good. It, it's this is it's, the meat and potatoes of this book,
0: right? This is some deep stuff. Um, a lot of exposition, a lot being revealed. Um, yeah, uh, anything you wanted me to circle back around to or kind of discuss further, Zach? I feel like I talked for a while there.
1: Um, you know, you you did a real good job of like kind of getting into, I mean, really everything. The Shrieking Shack section of this entire series is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I mean, I really I could talk forever about it, but it's <laughs> I I you know I, it seems like you were a little bit more bought in.
0: Yeah, I mean, more so than the last batch of chapters for sure. Um, it was a lot of just, like, information dump exposition, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Uh, we needed it here. There was a lot to go over. Um, and it was done reasonably well. Um, there was, like, some good twists and turns with, like, uh Snape showing up. Um, and yeah, it was mostly, like, good information, um... Some of it, I was a little like meh on like the Marauders map and the way Black escaped. I mean, those are those are nitpicks. Um, you know, nothing, nothing like crazy big. Um, but yeah, it's like I'm you know, I'm interested to see like where we go from here because these dipshits like murked a teacher and like. They still have to find a way to convince, like, Dumble and Corny Fudge and the rest of the world that, like, I guess they have the proof uh, being that Pettigrew is still alive. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, it's still not just, like, I feel like it can't just be, uh, oh, hey, Pettigrew's still alive. Black, you're cool now. Everything's okay. Yay. Um, you know, things aren't that simple in real life or you know, usually this book. So, um, with three chapters left, I'm curious to see how we wrap that up.
1: Um, okay, so <clears throat> not really anything else that I want to go over in this section. Mm-hmm. I, um, I've got to say, I am very happy that this was the cutoff. Oh, really? Yeah. So, look, I'm going to make a prediction. <clears throat> on, on like, a view of, of your take on this whole thing. Okay. Ooh, man, this hurts. <laughs> I think that these next three, cha- three chapters are left, right? Yes, correct. These next three chapters, I feel like you're going to have fun reading them because a lot happens. Mm-hmm. But I think as a whole... You're going to get real pissed off about a lot of things. Okay. But here's the thing. You just need to hear me out. Okay. We're going to finish these three chapters, and we're going to move on, and it's going to be done.
0: Okay? Wow. The way you said that was like, you really think I'm going to hate it, and I just need to move past it. (sighs) That's encouraging. (laughs) As,
1: look, 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 look. There is something that you will obviously read here in the next several days. Uh Uh-huh. That's J.K. Roll. I I just wanted to get a chance to be able to talk about this before so that. Oh, good. Because if we talk about it during, you're just, you're you're already going to have an attitude next week.
0: (laughs) You know, I just. How dare you say that I have an attitude ever. You fucking.
1: You're fucking bitch. So (laughs) J.K. Rowling has gone on record saying, "Like, oh man, I had to, I had to figure out a way to undo that."
0: Oh no. Yep.
1: Oh no. (laughs) Oh Uh, no. (laughs) So just, just accept it. It is what it is. A lot of fantasy.
0: a lot of magic bullshit is coming as well. No, a yeah. lot
1: of magic stories, fantasy stories, fiction stories. Explore this and and it's not great, but whatever, it's fine.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I I appreciate you coaching me. I, I'm for just this, I'm coach. just
1: prepping you. I'm just trying to soften bl- are... I'm lubing you up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta spit on it. You know? God
0: damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, that's I, I guess I will go appropriately prepared into these next three chapters. Uh, I suppose the 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 upside to this is with only three chapters left for one whole episode, we should be able to have a decent amount of time left for for wrap up. I don't know how long these chapters are, but hopefully we will. Yeah, we'll we'll be fine. Um, and yeah, I, yeah. Wow, I, I don't even know how to <laughs> respond or take that. <laughs>
1: I really hope that our listeners, I mean I know I know our listeners who are fans of of Harry Potter know what I'm talking about. I'm sure they do. Um I'm I just I hope lost. that I don't get like crucified for this. Uh but it's it's just it's look, I I will call a duck a duck, am I right?
0: Yes. <laughs> You've said this before. Yes,
1: it's bad. It's not there's okay. something bad but but I still love where the story goes, and that—that okay. that is the root of it. So whatever.
0: That's that's fair enough. I I guess
1: the vehicle and, and is may... bad. Let's sh- look. That okay. that's the way to say. It. That's that's the best way. Oh, to say Oh
0: god! It. Does the flying car come back? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, said. Oh man, the flying car might be better. Um. Yeah, I I guess what I'm hoping, and maybe this is like a next book type of thing, is just like where we go from here. Because if Like Black is back in the picture, like that was that was supposed to be, like Harry's Godfather, right? As I recall, they they mentioned in an earlier chapter. Yes, Corny Fudge, I think said that. Um, Yes, sir. So, like, I'm curious to see where that goes, how that plays out. Like, what's going to happen with Lupin? I hope, I hope Lupin sticks around as like the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher because I love him, but something tells me he won't because i feel like they the whole gag is they change it every season or not season but book but i don't know um these are these are good questions yeah
1: so the the where the story goes from here question is is good this this is book four i I know we're not done with this but like Mm -hmm. book four is a the end of this book going into book four is a hard turn on like all right like we're fucking getting in this thing now. So I, I We
0: gotta get ready to take our newts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Exactly. Holy yeah. shit,
1: uh, we're running long, man.
0: Yeah, we're running real long God here. Damn. Wrap this Thank up. you guys uh, so
1: much for hanging out with us for so long, man. This was a definitely. this was a doozy. This is a fucking yeah. woo-woo. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut so much shit out. <laughs> Whatever, man. If they're on episode 11, they're, they're enjoying it. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Hey, well, thank you guys again. Uh, we appreciate you guys sticking with us for this long-ass episode. Be sure to hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram at we don't want a Pod. Leave us a voice recording if you want to get in on some of this uh, conversation.
0: And where can they do that at, Zach? Uh,
1: so you can do that on the episode description on Spotify or Apple. I believe that it, the link works... For the other hosts, host sites, excuse me, like uh, uh, Stitcher and you know, Pocket Cast and Google Podcast and everything like that. Uh, or if you Link go to in the, the description, yeah, just look for the description, you'll, you'll find it in there. Um, check out our One Piece show. That's been a hoot. It's been a real hoot. <laughs> it's been a real hoot. And hoot. A half, some might say, What was that?
0: A hoot and a half, some might say, yeah,
1: hoot and a half, man. And uh, and hey, it would mean a ton if you guys left us a review, uh, five star review and rating on uh, on iTunes or Apple Podcast. Thanks, guys, so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Help us, uh, help us get rich and famous, and maybe, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll jerk you off a little bit.
0: (laughs) Can't end on that, Jesus. (laughs) This episode is gonna be a goddamn mess.